Don't move. If we stay down low under this log, they might just ride on past us. There they go. Alright, keep your head down. I'm going to tell you something and listen very carefully. Because you got to remember it word for word. As soon as I'm done, you take it straight to the Hellsgate Council. Hear me? Alright. Now, this is what really happened. Hello and welcome back to Fate and Fables. My name is Matthew Jackson, your DM. Last chapter we listened as Tarquin, Persephone and Thistledown hot-footed their way through the fiery second examination challenge. Assailed by exploding magma elementals, they scrambled to recover emerald orbs from the demonic scones suspended over bubbling lava. The fight had Thistledown spraying poisonous clouds from the tips of his fingers, Persephone flinging very finely made daggers that are quite dear to her, and Tarquin straddling up on one of the demonic sconces haphazardly slinging out rays of frost. With each battle and challenge, the trio moved closer and closer to their goal. The destruction of the contracts that bind mages all over Drake and Hellion, and the work of the patriarch of their family, Blackstone Fletchley. In the wake of this fight, we join them as they cool off. This is chapter five of the Fletchley Contracts. Uh, the I magma uh, comes a little bit closer onto the disc. I put the orb that I have into your pouch. Yeah, into the pouch. Okay. Uh, no, sorry, into the door. Oh, Go yeah. You place the two. You, the... you have how I many? Have two you orbs. Have? You have two. Yeah. yeah. Um, you place two of them into the doorway uh, as as they slot in perfectly. Um, some runes around the uh, concave uh, glow and light up and you feel it seals tight in place. But seriously, can someone please let me down? Persephone, come on, let's go. Okay, I um, reach in and pull out. You, you conjure them from your from ring? From my ring, yeah. Um, conjure your mind reaches two. into the ring and you think very... Um, you, you concentrate on the image of the two orbs in your hand and sure enough they shimmer and a shadow of them appears out of the ring and lands into your hand um, and the weight just drops into them um, and you place them into the door and I place them into the door uh, similarly runes around them glow and suddenly a door shimmers into being around this archway and um, a door handle um, Whenever you're ready, Tarquin. I helped you get two orbs and nearly lost one. Then In get the net, down here. I'm good. <laughs> Please. <laughs> you're 67. How far? Away, how big a From jump is up, You could probably mm. jump and land on the disc, but it might hurt a bit. Like you, 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 you're, you're confident that from ten feet up and ten feet across, you could probably leap, but you'd have to stand on top of the demon's head to do it. All right, Tarquin, <laughs> Tarquin does it. <laughs> Roll a jump. Natural twenty. <laughs> Natural twenty. Okay. Tarquin, Tarquin just jumps up onto two feet. It's almost like you you have one on the in between the horns of the demon head, and uh, you both let out a gasp as you uh, as you see him leap. Um, from the top of the demon's head, land on uh, the obsidian, large obsidian disc uh, with the, the which you stand on, and he does a roll as he lands on the ground and just pops back up, dusts himself off. Um, uh, you threw your staff in the air <laughs> before the jump, and it just lands back down, and you grab it. 
Uh, it is actually one of the training exercises uh, that they teach here at Fletchley Academy. <laughs> Number one in the gauntlet. <laughs> so you could have done that the whole time. Uh, I turn around and go through the door. Yeah, you push it open. Um, there is a... <laughs> Tarquin, like, stays behind a little bit and just dry heaves. <laughs> <laughs> From fear? Yeah. <laughs> Could have um... gone really badly. <laughs> <laughs> the seven you see it, you can pat him on the back. Uh, that was sick. Oh, dear. A couple of cool siblings there. Thistle down. what you see when you open the door is a... Um, a small chamber um, maybe 10 feet um, in diameter it is circular it's very similar to the chamber that you arrived in at Fletchley Academy uh, in that there is a raised dais um, there is a girl with black hair um, on in the centre of the dais she has manacles around her hands um, and she is kneeling and she is chained to the ground. Um, she uh, has her head down, but when you come in, uh, her head snaps up and she looks at you. You see that there are tears welling in her eyes. Um, as she sees you, her like bottom lip trembles. Um, um, she, pull, she leans her head down to her hand because she goes to wipe her eyes, but her hand can't move up to it. She has to move her head down. Um, Tarquin and Persephone, as you as you sort of pick yourself up and you chuckle and you pat him on the back, mm. you enter through the doorway and you see this too. Um, as you get through, step through the doorway, just as you did with the last one, um, the door closes behind you, um, and you see that this doorway is set into the wall. And similarly, on its frame, um, is actually there are no uh, there are no um, there are no orbs, like, there is no conclave for the orbs. Um, there's, like, nothing on the door. It's just, just or, it, similar to all the other doors, but just it's just a, a blank frame. And there's this girl here. Uh, can I do an arcane check on the diocese? On the dais? Dais? Yeah. Uh, that is... 23. 23. Um... The dais is heavily enchanted. Um, there are visible runes around the outside of it. Um, right, Thistledown's but, concerned and shocked and yeah. goes up but doesn't like cross the runes or anything. And, yeah. and just, Poor thing, are you okay? What have they done to you? Um, she looks up. You can recognise her as the girl that helped you to the tree. Uh, this is Yolin uh, Woodward. Um, and as she looks up, she goes, I was captured, I was just taken this morning, and I was brought here and chained up, and I'm, I'm to be a part of your exam. It's a test to test ruthlessness. Only my blood opens the door. Um... I don't... I'm sorry. Um, Tarquin, you look closer at the runes around the circle of the dais. Um, you can tell it, it. they stood out to you. Um, there's more there than it seems. There seems to be a 
a few that you would expect. Like, there seems to be an enchantment of binding, and you assume that if you were to free the girl on the dais, that there would be that she would she would suffer harm from it. Um, there seems to be enchantments around the dais and the chains, almost like it will. Uh, you understand it like necrotic damage or necrotic energy will leap from this dais and attack all those that are on it. But it's weird. It's almost like the runes around the edge. You're going to have to look a little closer. Make another arcana check. Um, because it's almost like as you run your fingers over them, um, the runes that are on the side of the dais don't match up with um, what you feel around them. Uh, it's 24. 24. Yeah, you... Definitely that. Like, you trace your hands over the engraving in the stone um, and they make different markings to what is shown. Uh, but Thistledown and Persephone, you were, you were talking to Yolan. Um. Persephone, I know your instinct is going to be to try and get her out and off the the dais, but don't. It'll, it'll just hurt her. We need to be logical and rational about this. We need to get we her need out. We need to be logical and rational Sinking about this. I can't just leave her. Logical and I'm rational. I'm trying. That, that is not. This is not the time to be bringing it back. Look. I'm trying to help Thistledown. All right, what do we do? What do we... Um, I... Can I uh, understand, like, what the... Um... What the runes are saying from just feeling them? You think there is some sort of illusion spell at play. Mm. But you're not exactly sure what. Am I able to, um... Make out the runes just by... Like, touch? Go and uh, roll an investigation check. Fifteen. Fifteen? Yeah, you think that... Perhaps... The girl on the dais is not actually there. Do you You share this with us? Yeah, do you share that with them? Um... So okay, just to call them by just name. to clar- just to clarify, yeah, like she's not physically. Yeah, you think she's conjured? She's conjured. So she's not actually real. It's not like that's a, what yeah, you it's think. Not yeah. in... Okay, that's what I think. You you, I would say that you spotted something that most. Wizards would not spot immediately, right? Uh, with such a high, with, with such a proficiency, it it's the study of illusions because you 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 have some you're pretty skilled at illusion magic yourself. Um, that the the runes around the edge, right, are there to to trick a, a wizard into thinking that if they were to study it and only know rudimentary, they would read the surface illusion on it. It's a layered spell. Mm. But yeah, this is... Oh, I see. <laughs> this is classic father. It's all an illusion. <laughs> Please. It's not. If you could just find a way to get me out of here. Don't listen to her. She's, she's an illusion. 
How can you be sure? Look, I know. it's exactly... I know magic. I've studied magic. Okay, but... I've, I've, I've felt magic to the core of my being in, in a logical and rational way, and she is not real. The runes around the dais are not real. Feel them for yourself. You can touch them. It's an illusion spell. Okay, but then how could she be here? In terms of no one knows that we've spoken to her. It's this little thing called magic. Don't you dare patronize me right now. This is something that Blackstone would do. When we were children, he would toy with me with illusion spells all the time. All the time. It's his favorite game. It's something I've done to people. I'm his son. Yes, well, apples and trees and all that. It's a druid phrase, don't worry about it. Hold on, so what you're saying is that she's... Yodin's an illusion. I'm not an illusion. He's trying to How trick us. How can we be sure, though? If we move, she... Like this, she I dies. go and take the dagger off of Persephone. <gasps> uh, wait, hold on. If you grab at her dagger, yep. she is allowed a, an opportunity to... Uh, Resist that. So make a dexterity save. Um, both of you roll, roll uh, sleight of hand. Eleven. Uh, eight. Um, you, uh, Tarquin moves past you and snatches the dagger from your from its hilt. Uh, you scramble at it, um, but yeah, you have it in I your hands. I want to try and grab his wrist before he attacks. Um, I've seen a vision of this. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, uh, Thistledown, um, you, you need not roll. Which, which roll do you, do you give him? I give him the six. The six. Please roll your uh, dexterity save. Eight. Eight. Um, you saw almost what Thistledown was going to do before he did it and where he lunges to grab your wrist you sidestep and snap out of the way and move uh, with a single purpose in your mind towards uh, Yolin I go up to Yolin and trembling she looks up at you Tarquin uh, Tarquin Quite of still, even though he knows it's an illusion, is shaken. still shaken and and trembling. But brings the knife up above his head and um, and brings it uh, down into uh, her chest. Um, you bring the knife back and you thrust it forward. Yolan lets out a gasp <gasps> as the knife slides in. Um, there's a moment where she just looks up at you, her eyes welling. Um, I, I turn away. I can't. I can't look, even though. It <laughs> there's the sound of breaking glass. The chains drop to the ground. You open your eyes, and there's nothing there. Just the silence of the chamber. <sighs> Tarquin, Tarquin, you, you didn't know. You didn't know for sure. I knew. You didn't. I knew. Listen Uncle. to me. The door you... behind you flashes, and you hear. And behind you, the uh, door has seemingly, like, runes have appeared above it, and you would guess that it is now unlocked. We are here 
to undo what this academy stands for. If you act like this, you are your father's son and nothing better. I did what had to be done. He would have played you all for fools. You sound like Blackston. I turn around and go through the door. You move to the door, you open the handle. Persephone, what are you doing? You're only walking through that door because of me. Tarquin, I'm here because I know you're better than him. Don't prove me wrong. Tarquin, as you... uh, Sorry. Persephone, are you going to do anything before Tissadan opens the door, or...? Persephone's just standing... Shaking. Shaking absolutely in state of shock her mouth is wide open thinking that she just screamed out and no sound came and is in utter disbelief of what just happened um thistle down as you open the door um, you open the doorway of it's almost like a great cathedral entrance but instead of um and you can see there's 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 stained glass windows that light is flooding in um there is a small plinth almost to read books off of and on the plinth is a contract um there is an inkwell and a pen um it's a a a quill of a feather that comes off of it um Suspended in the air, lit up between the light that comes in through the stained glass windows, are hundreds and hundreds of pages in the air. You can see that the dust float in between them. They drift slightly around the room. Um, Persephone and Tarquin, you're still in the previous chamber. Tarquin takes the dagger and walks over to Persephone just very slowly and tactfully. You hold it out to her. Help first. Percy. I know it was a rash action, but we only have a limited amount of time to get this done. You don't understand. It wasn't her. I put it into your hand. I put the dagger into your hand. Your hand closes around the cold metal of the hilt. I don't want to. You pass it back. Tarquin, do you you take it? I take it back. Take it back. Your thumb runs over the demon's head on the pommel. Persephone, do you go through the door? Yes. You follow after your uncle and you find yourself in this cathedral of sorts as well. Tarquin. Uh, Tarquin's knuckles are white over the, over the hill. He s- slips it into his back yeah. and follows. Okay. So you find yourselves standing and um, as you come through the door... Um, again, the door closes behind you, and the, the runes above the archway of the door fade into dull stone etchings rather than the glowing purple uh, that they were before. Um, 
as I said, suspended in the air are hundreds and hundreds of contracts all around this cathedral-like space. Right at the other end, you can spot a raised circular dais similar to the one from the previous room and the room that you entered when you first arrived at Fletchley Academy. You can even see... um, You see there are several mirrors propped up against the walls around leaning to and fro. There are um, pews. It almost seems like this was at one point a functioning cathedral. In front of you is um, a contract on a plinth. Um, Do you go up to it? Do any of you? I approach it. Tarquin approaches it. Tarquin walks, his footsteps echo out into the cathedral. Um, You get up close and you see a contract, as you would imagine it. A very elaborate and ornate um, script. There are... um, There is a big line space at the top around very flowery um, calligraphy. Um, The writing drops in and out of uh, arcane runes um, and common words. um, And there seem to be very small arcane scrawlings even around the margins. It is just completely covered except for a line at the top and a line at the bottom. there is a dagger resting on the plinth and an ink pot and a quill. There is a series of um, small um, books stacked up against the side of the plinth, um, leather bound. Do you look up and see the light catching? the uh, contracts as they slowly spin and drift through each other. Can I do an arcane check on the uh, on the contract? Sure. Uh, 23. You can tell by reading some of the markings and as you have tried to study this um, beforehand, you can discern that this contract binds and controls the signed um, to that a name is put as master and a name is put as the bound servant and you see that there is a um, another small space where a sum of money can be put as well or a, ta- a term a time frame but this is such a complicated piece of magic that it uh to read all of it would take weeks and to truly discern everything from it but from a glance you can you can suss that much um you know that it requires um some blood in the ink for it to be signed the floating contracts can i reach any of them are they like uh no they they, they're they're high up in the air okay how high is the roof um possibly 60 feet it's hard to tell from the ground okay You said it's a cathedral, though, right? Yeah. Sure, you wouldn't want to make it like maybe 101-ish feet. Or... <laughs> oh yeah. Let me let me think about 
101 feet, but they they would be roughly 60 feet in the oh, air. Yeah, maybe yeah, cool. maybe the top most echelons of the of the cathedral are a bit t- higher. Oh, oh, that's, that's good. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> um, Thank you, DM. <laughs> it's cathedral sized. Yeah, yeah. Good. It's not uh, a church. Tarquin does a uh, an investigation check on the um, on the contract just to see if there's any way of <laughs> like. <laughs> Uh, destroying it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thirteen. Uh, no. Twelve. Twelve. Um, you pick it up and just tentatively start to rip just the corner of it. Um, and you find that it rips just like paper would. Um, the script drawn on it does seem dull and as you glance up at the contracts floating in the air the closest one um, floats and it rotates around and just as it rotates you catch a glimpse of the words written upon it and they shimmer with a dark crimson sheen and glint almost family if you if you just listen to me for a second I know I know we've had a rough couple of minutes but I I feel I feel like if one of us were to sign this contract we could test it to see if it can be destroyed this is reckless it is a reckless decision that's why I'm talking to you about it first alright alright You're putting one of us at great risk. This is exactly the thing we are trying to stop. One more just takes one more of our number out of commission. We will not we will be bound. We won't be able to help. It's an all or nothing move. Why don't we try and destroy one of these ones? He points to the many floating ones in the cathedral. How do you propose to do it? I cast Produce Flame and throw it at one of them. Um, please make an attack roll. I use my spell... I use my spellcasting uh, spell attack bonus for that? Yes. Yeah. Um, 17. 17. Thistledown uh, opens his palm and a orb of flame leaps into life in the centre of his hand. He then reels it back and hurls it up at um, one of the uh, contracts Um, you see it uh, hurl through one of the contracts and it just um, puts a big burned hole through it Um, it is charred around the edges Um, and you see its cinders start to like smoke drifts off it it still stays floating in the air um the fire the moat of flame that you threw then lands down in an arc and splashes across the stone floor um 60 feet away or so the the uh bit of paper contract seemingly starts to float down to the ground and it lands on the ground and settles I do an arcane check on the 
uh, burnt contract. You walk up to it, you rush up to it, um, and you pick it up. Thirteen. You see that um, parts of the contract seem to still be glowing, but other parts that have had the start of their sentence um, burned through where this hole is now remain dull. Um, At this moment, um, you will hear a loud cracking noise, a ripping, um, very familiar to you, and a tear at the other end of the cathedral, at this raised dais, um, opens up, um, and almost a crack in existence opens. You see um, another room, and from out of it march uh, several um, suits of armor clang through, about four of them. They march in and out. Um, they stop to the side. Past that, um, a very small man that you would spot as Professor Bellamy Flitnook marches through his wand pointed up in the air. Behind him, a a young man, um, a uh, famulus that you recognise as Egbert, um, with a staff clutched to his his uniform done up very tightly. He looks, steps into the cathedral looking left and right, uh, and behind him you see uh, a man step through with platinum blonde hair, um, and the same hard and pale features of Persephone and Tarquin and Thistledown. Blackson Fletchley enters the room um, through the portal. The portal cracks and closes behind. Um, you hear uh, um, Bellamy Flitnook sh- uh, shout to his um, suits of armour. Form a position, form a d- defensive position! And each of them seems to step in front of um, each of the spellcasters, but as it steps in front of Blackstone, he sidesteps. He goes, No, that won't be needed. He steps behind it. Wait here, I'm just going to have a conversation with my family. He walks down the pews towards you. Tarquin, you are the closest, because you stand in the middle of the pews, holding a burned contract um, far behind you where uh, Thistledown and Persephone are you two stand together Tarquin you're back nice to see that you've grown I have father more than you would know that's very presumptuous Persephone Crispin that's not my name He smirks and chuckles under his breath. Why have you come back to my academy? Have you felt like it's it's time to learn, perhaps, brother? You have brought shame and dishonour to our family for years. And what would you know of our family? Because you have been gone for two decades... You left our lives. You left these two. You drove me away. You drove them away. You ran. You are a coward and you have always been a coward. Don't talk to me of running. (laughs) Brother. Always hiding behind fathers. Hiding. Hiding. Hiding like you hid in the wilderness away from all people. The wilderness needed me more than people did. You needed the wilderness more than anything. 
Persephone, what are you doing here? You should be at home. What is this? And he gestures up um, to, to the room. Why are you in here? Is this some sort of defiance, something to get your father to pay attention? Well, you've got it. Tarquin, when I sent you away, I wished for you to grow stronger. This, this seems weak. Weak? Father, I have passed the exams. You passed an exam for children. This isn't the real test. So, so proud of yourself. Persephone, why are you here? Come. Step over here and you can go back home. Do you know how many dangerous things there are about this academy? Father, I... No. I think you know why we're here. I had an inkling. You're here to destroy the contracts because you think it's the right thing to do. No, it's the right thing to do. And why is that? Do you have a grasp of the full picture, do you, Persephone? I have enough. If you just do you know do you understand fully what happens if you destroy these contracts? You think you save the lives of all of these mages? We will free them. They yes. will have their own lives back. They have lives. You can't call that a life, father. It's the life I had. It's the life that hundreds of thousands of soldiers lead. I took these children from nothing. No future. They'll probably die on the streets. And what did I give them? Choices. Power. But enough. It's not necessary anymore. I understand it's from a good place, but it's it's horrid. It is cruel. not just from a good place. It is from a necessary place. <sighs> There are evils you couldn't possibly imagine. It's fear-ridden, Father. It's not needed anymore. The world has changed. Can't you see that? The world has changed because of the actions that I have made. As I... As I became the fully-fledged mage that I am, through the campaigns I faced... Wizards and battle mages were quite sparse. Did you know that? Yes. When one would appear on the battlefield, it would be quite rare. And unopposed, they would wield the sort of magic that would destroy hundreds of soldiers, wiped out in an instant. But now, with mages across the battlefield from each other, they're used sparsely. I'm sure that the casualties will probably be less. Father, all I have ever wanted is your approval. But you had never given it to me. But now, I stand in front of you with my own flesh and blood. Traitors to our family. 
I bring them before you so that I can be your son again. What? What? Ha! <laughs> Tarquin. Tarquin. What do you think I'm going to do? Kill them? No. You've done nothing. You've come to my school. You've 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 come to this chamber. Uh, granted, it can be quite difficult to get here if you don't know how. Tarquin, this is embarrassing. What? You are sacrificing you, your sister. I'm not sacrificing. They they were planning on destroying the very thing that our family name is built upon. What are you doing? Tarquin. Tarquin. Stop it. I have brought them before you, the people, the only people who would have the ability to destroy your legacy. My legacy. I want to do an insight check on Tarquin to see if he's... Okay, yes, uh, please do. Flying. Uh, that is a 22. Tarquin, do I tell them? I'm lying. Cool. <laughs> I, um... You shocked look at uh, Tarquin's, uh, Tarquin's face. Tarquin, please roll a deception. Uh, that is... Does that have persuasion? Um, or is it a decep- deception? Deception is so skill. Ah, 15. 15. Uh, uh, Blackstone looks, your father looks down at you, sees your your knuckles clenched, um, your jaw tensed. Um, You, Thistledown looks at you as well, as as does Persephone, shocked. And you think he, there's no way he could be doing what he's doing. Our legacy. Tarquin. Well done. Come. Perhaps we could talk about this over dinner tonight, brother, if you could stand that for an evening. To dine with you. Uh, It was not so absurd once, was it? You know what you never understood? What? Life. All you know is destruction. Have you seen a burned, ruined, ravaged battlefield, brother? You must have. Yes. Have you seen it a year later? (laughs) Nothing but death until a small sprout, a flower, a plant. Life returns. Life comes through. You have nothing. You have no legacy. If all you know is destruction, then all you will do is burn yourself. Nature will always win. You see your words visibly affect him. As, as you say all you know is destruction, he winces. Um, he turns away. I have done what I can. To make a name for our family. And I have done what I can to protect you, Persephone. There are many people in Drake and Hellion who would call me evil. 
who would say that I'm a slaver. Like, who is that friend? Jinkum the Orange? A fool. But that is not true. As you can see, Tarquin. Because whilst you believe I am burning down forests, I'm planting trees. I'm making something. You see all of these? This is my legacy. And if you can't understand that, brother, then you might as well disappear back to wherever you were before. How dare you show your face here and bring my children as if you know them. I walk over and stand by Blackston. He pats you on the back once. Now, since you're not going to... There's not going to be a fight here today. How about we all go back to the academy and then tomorrow, Persephone, you'll go back to Ashburn and Tarquin. Yes. I can start to show you about how this place is really run. Thank you, Father. And Crispin, I hope I don't see you again. Say my name. Crispin. Say my real name. Your real name is Crispin Fletchley. (sighs) And that is the only reason I would not kill you right here and now. You couldn't and you won't. I uh, hit him in the... I hit him with my quarter stuff. (laughs) I, I jump in to block it. Roll a dexterity check. And you roll, roll in at basic attack. That is a... Uh, 15. 18. Um, yeah, you, you go to swing your quarterstaff and um, Taku comes in and he puts up his arm and it just thwacks across him. And um, you see Blackson move uh, Taku out of the way and he steps up right up to your nose and says, Don't you dare touch my son! Do something. Uh, he punches you. Uh, he throws a punch, um, and you uh, feel it hot across the side of your face. Take two points of damage. Um, he cracks his knuckles. I hardly know what to do with you. Why? What prompted this? Father. I want to take over Blackston Academy when I am of age. Of course. We can talk about this, Tarquin, but I hardly think this is appropriate right now. I'm just telling you why I'm here and to show that I'm trustworthy. He turns to um, the others, to uh, Bellamy Flitnook and uh, Egbert and the suits of armour. He goes, Professor, Famulus, leave us. Um, and um, 
And he's like, I, 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 are you sure? I, I need to have a conversation with my family. A private conversation. Uh, of course, of course, sir. Um, would you like me to take the, the, the suits of armor as well? Yes, take the armor. They march out. Um, it seems that Bellamy conjures another circle and a crack appears again. They march through. Um, Famulus looks behind him, but he stares into um, uh, Tarquin's eyes. He makes eye contact with you briefly and then steps out. Father, we need to discuss what we are going to do with these traitors. Traitor? That was the fifth chapter of the Fletchley Contracts, and things are getting tense. Thank you, as always, for listening this far. Uh, I appreciate it so much. Um, Also, thank you to a few people for sending in messages this week. Thank you to Ryan for a lovely email, and for Simon for leaving a nice review on iTunes. Which brings me to asking that if you're enjoying the chapters each week, the number one thing that you can do is share it around. Uh, Tell a mate, post on Twitter, leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps the show get some traction. This was the penultimate chapter of the Fletchley Contracts, and next week we will have a finale before moving on to another fable. However, although the fable is new, you may spot some familiar faces in it. That's all for this time. My name is Matthew Jackson, and this was Fate and Fables. Fables.